ladies and gentlemen, family is out. Piss is in. <laughs> Piss is very much in. It's about pee. <laughs> Peeing oneself, drinking others' pee, drinking animal Wait, pee. Do they talk about they drinking, talk, drinking monkey pee? Fuck is the cure do. for mind control, apparently. <laughs> Fuck, they do talk about that. You gotta drink monkey pee. Yeah. So- Saved Rio de Janeiro, apparently, oh. from mind control by a um, interesting character. This. Is, this is might be the worst thing that I've this ever is seen. The worst thi- this <laughs> is the worst thing that I've ever seen. I, La- hate, I hate this. Last time around, I was like, now, Joey, it's not that bad. I've seen worse. This time around, I worse. don't know if I can actually, in good conscience, say that. Okay, so we're talking about Spy Racers, the final season, but the first half this right. week. It's, it's kind of evenly split between three episodes are in the Arctic, three episodes are in Europe. I think only two episodes are in the Arctic. No, because the first episode's in the Arctic, and then they come back to the Ar- Arctic in the last two episodes, the sure. middle three episodes are all in different parts of Europe. Sure. Okay. Um, and... Uh, I will say, though, we I, I called it the Arctic Arc because, um, well, I mean, first of all, it begins and ends in the Arctic. The, and it's the Arctic Arc. I hope you die. Arctic. But, <laughs> but anyway. How dare you? But anyway, no, but the uh, the DLC for the Spy Racers video game was, like, Arctic-themed, so I assume that, the you know, like, the Arc was Arctic. Yeah. So we're calling it the Arctic Arc. Half of it is in Europe. All of it is bad. But the first three episodes... <laughs> All of it is the worst. <laughs> see, I, I was taking notes. I mentioned uh, on our first Spy Racers episode that I was going to take notes anytime Family was mentioned. And in the first three episodes of this Arc, Family was not mentioned even a single time. But in each of those three episodes, they did mention piss. <laughs> Do you talk a lot and the opening the first few minutes ad nauseum i will say the fir- i was definitely nauseous the first few minutes of the first episode of this fucking season of an animated children's program on extended netflix is piss an sequence. extended sequence of talking about piss this is not a joke we're <laughs> not goofing the <laughs> opening is like it begins in medias race with uh, if you're uh, medias race you get you know what i'm saying in uh, medias piss if you will because there's fucking is just all piss <laughs> And the, uh, Cisco, the funny best friend character, is like, "What? A, I gotta pee in my suit. Do I pee in my suit? I pee in my suit. It just says pee in my suit a whole bunch. Then the next episode, they find like this captured military general, and he's like, now the thing about being captured is that, that you're tied to a chair, so don't drink too much. He and talks- they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I peed myself, son. <laughs> I did a service for my country. I peed all I up peed, in my trousers. I turned this chair into a toilet and I peed myself. Much like Ted Cruz, I, I pissed all down my that's trousers. Right, right, back up. We, we can't, that's not our bit. We, uh, hold on. Uh, no, I'm keeping that in. That's, that's catching on like wildfire. And eventually all podcasts will talk about how talk Ted, about Cruz Ted Cruz uh, pees himself. <laughs> Uh, but then in the third episode, they just, like, offhandedly mention that, like, first of all, mind control is a thing that exists in this universe, um, but also that the cure for it is to drink monkey piss. Yes. Which I think it is, it might be revealed a little later, is because in the Rio de Janeiro arc, there is a monkey sidekick character. Yes, they do have a monkey sidekick, apparently not named Gizmo. 
That's um, a shame. That's Nate, a real shame. Yeah, that is a real shame because that would be the perfect opportunity. Do you think there. he's a gizmoid? I well, Tarpy was a gizmoid, right? That's Do you think true. the monkey so, is also a gizmoid? The monkey. Well, that makes it less likely that the monkey is a gizmoid, but maybe. Did the, we settle on Tarpy being a gizmoid? I don't remember, Zachary. It's very hard for me to keep track of that. We need some visual shorthand for gizmoid, not, and Tarpy is the like biggest non-human mascot character that we've seen in this franchise so far. No, my my thinking is that if there is, because again, all of this is extremely canonically relevant yes. to the mainline Fast and Furious films, which means that in order for this to make sense, the fact that there is a sentient monkey uh, sidekick character in a season of this television show, he must be uh, either cybernetically enhanced No, or... no, he could just be a monkey. Hold on, do you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and think that monkey must be a robot? No. It's just a monkey. Okay, no, but that monkey... Okay, sure. Hold on. I'll give you that one. Except what they're talking about is, like, the monkey driving a car. No, the monkey monkey doesn't drive a car. The monkey just collects all the infinity bananas. Fuck, okay. We're not gonna... We can't talk about that arc until we get to it. Until we get to it. By the way, I did, that's not, I did not joke about... The Infinity Bananas it, are mentioned yeah. that the monkey has found the Infinity Bananas. Yeah, okay. Basically, and now we understand why in Lim- Limo 3, the monkey sidekick right. is funny. It's the because monkey. Because it's a callback to the fact that Cisco had a monkey he sidekick, did have a monkey sidekick. in an earlier arc. But not this arc. This arc is the piss arc. This is the piss arc. <laughs> uh, let's briefly recap the plot of this arc, because there isn't much. Alright, well, now that we've... No, because I just, I just want to recap the story really briefly, so we can talk about individual individual insane things that happen in it. Sure. Let's introduce ourselves. Sure. Welcome back to In Reverse. Welcome back to In Reverse. We're, we're sorry yeah. about... Uh, everything, piss, but we're mostly sorry that we had to experience it. We're not it. taking the piss out of you, listeners. <laughs> yeah, the show no, the is show's... taking the piss out of us. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Zach Kotzker. I'm Joe Kotzker. Joe Joseph. I'm Joseph Kotzker. Oh damn, that's crazy, man. Uh, ja- <laughs> Jamie, pull up the ingredients to the monkey piss mind control. Uh, that is what it sounds oh, like. It sounds like Joe Rogan would be like to counteract the the effects of the mind control from this um you know Brazilian music video. You have to drink monkey piss. Fuck that. That's definitely... Okay, hold on. Is is it possible that this show... Because here's the thing. I have a th- After watching these episodes of this show, I do have a theory that nobody's ever watched this show, and it's like a ta- it's, it's like <laughs> tax it's a ta- fraud. It's ta- somehow involved in like Vin Diesel committing tax fraud or something. Is it possible that the same AI that writes the Joe Rogan like AI Joe Rogan bits? Mm, you think this is written by AI? It's written by the same. There's AI. no way it's written by AI because Vin Diesel is on every episode as an executive producer, and vehicle identification number Diesel would never in a million years allow his name to be attached to something that in any way had any benefit from artificial intelligence. I hate artificial intelligence. Although we'll talk about the fact that there are a lot of self-driving cars. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, I do. I do. Go ahead and recap the the plot of this. Just briefly recap the plot um, because. And, and here's what's tough about kind of establishing an episode order before we watch certain things, is that I have knowledge about things which happen later in the franchise just by having to look up the chronology. When you say later, do you mean earlier? Yes, I mean earlier. Okay. Things that happen earlier in the franchise, later on in our watch. Later, later on in our future right. time stream. You don't know about them yet. Sure. So I can't, even if they're relevant, I can't actually bring them up 
right? Because then that would jeopardize the whole, like, you know, in reverse thing. The, the big thing here is, right, that the arc revolves around gross government negligence in terms of handling weapons, which, as I mentioned to Joey, there was a real United States, like, government operation that got people killed for mishandling weapons and, like, not like, overseeing government agencies properly, and also, like, just kind of letting street racers run wild with dangerous weapons. Basically, the plot of this arc. And what I'm wondering is, this arc came out ten years after somebody died as a result of gross government negligence in Operation Fast and Furious, which we will discuss on its own episode sure. um, in more detail. But, like, they made a whole arc around the go- a government agency with no oversight losing a shitload of dangerous weapons. Well, you weapons. don't understand, Zachary. This arc was not an indictment of that. It was a celebration of that. that and that's the... <laughs> I'm like, real people die. But anyway... That's getting ahead this of ourselves. Arc, because in the arc, right, like, the the children who are hired by this, uh, frankly, lunatic, insane person running the team of spy racers, the children are periodically, like, this seems like gross negligence to have, like, a stash of weapons of mass destruction in, like, a poorly guarded warehouse in the desert, right? And the whole time she's like, no, it's fine, and then it gets stolen, but then they, like, recover them all, and it's like, boy, it was, wasn't it such a good thing? That the that we had all these that the government could track down these weapons exactly like um, it's such a good thing that we kept all these in a poorly guarded warehouse because it, it enabled us to save the world and and the thing which is so crazy about this so the plot is um, the agency which apparently operates out of Area Fifty Two. Uh, it's not clear to me if the agency operates out of Area 52 or if Area 52 is just sort of the personal storage space. It's, it's their, like, <laughs> stockpile. They just, like, they're like, we invent bad, dangerous gadgets and weapons for fun, then we don't use them, we put them all in a big warehouse, and once a year we blow them up on incineration day, and we all have fun, like, cooking out and blowing up these weapons. Yeah, and we're talking about weapons of the caliber that, like, Dr. Doofenshmirtz would right. have created, or, um, in Despicable Me, the the old, uh, who's Gru's, uh, uh, very elderly mad scientist who makes- Dr. Himself, Nefario. Right, Dr. Nefario, right, we're talking about, like, fart cannons and- Right, uh, uh, I wrote down, they have a sneezinator, a mood confuser, a fear donut, and a mucus maker. Now, one of the things which is so crazy about the, um, the fear donut is that they talk about, well, it's not really a fear donut, it's a donut device with fear jelly in it. The jelly is inside the donut. This was insane to me. Yes. Because, okay, so also, uh, Gary and Julius, the two bald men, I actually mixed them up. Julius was the one, who talks like this, oh, I'm Julius, I, I'm in the donut. I, and Gary is the one, he just talks like this, he's like the tough guy. This this is our first major retraction of the yes. this, the podcast. This is the only thing I'll take back, <laughs> Gary and Julius, you know. Turns out we got the, we got the wires crossed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but Gary and Julius um, you know, uh, talk about these weapons, and J- Julius who's the guy who got thrown into the donut, talks about the jelly. So when Julius later's like, I'm in the donut, now I know how jelly feels, Ooh. Right? This is a callback. Actually, <laughs> a callback. And also, by the way, Joey, rate the accuracy of that impression, please. Zachary, it's spot on. It's so upsetting to me. I'm not exaggerating me. at all. It's so upsetting to me. How? I'm Julius, ooh, I'm, I'm peeing my pants. I'm so scared. Hey, do you guys like to talk about pee? Listeners, it's like I'm sitting across the table from, from 
Julius himself. Is that, wait, Gary is the the tough guy one. Julius is the high pitched one. I didn't get the sense that he was a tough guy as much as he just has a voice in sort of a more human register. Sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so basically, it sound like somebody stomped on his voice box a few times. Gary and Julius put together a documentary to explain Incineration Day, and I shit you not, the documentary they actually got Keith David. Okay, to did you look it? it up? Is it actually? It Keith actually David? is. I Fuck did me. look it up. It actually is Keith David. What do you think Netflix has? Netflix has to have him by the balls. And I imagine that he just gets voice work like by the like paper stack, and he just reads it and has no idea what it's for. either that or like Netflix and Vin Diesel kidnapped his firstborn child right. and had them in a basement. Well, like. We need you to say this the dumbest fucking shit you've ever heard. Well, I into imagine a microphone. Keith David must get like fake documentary requests by the truckload because Keith David narrated the um my favorite episode of Community, right? Right yes. with the uh, the pillow fight documentary, yes. right? So he he does the documentary for this, and in the documentary, think, hold on, do you think he's on cameo? Like maybe that's just how they oh got they got they, maybe all they maybe do you think he's on Fiverr. I don't know. But I'm saying maybe they didn't hire him. Maybe they just bought a cameo. Like, they sent him a script mm-hmm. on Cameo or Fiverr. It was right. like, you read this. Because he has, like, three lines. One of them, and I made sure to write this down because it was so good. Okay. In the documentary, they said it's, like, what, like, four hours long or yes. something that they made this documentary, right? Um, Keith David says... Julius, avid whistler and pog collector, and Gary, a former rodeo clown and beekeeper. <laughs> so that we get the Gary and Julius lore, the backstory for these characters that presume the agency doesn't just recruit drag racers, they also recruit again Avid whistlers and pog collectors and former rodeo clowns and beekeepers. Also, I will say, they, they also the agency doesn't just uh, recruit uh, street racers, it also recruits children. <laughs> yes, to street race. <laughs> to street race, um, yes. But yeah, no, but... So, they have all these weapons. What's crazy, though, is they choose to open up this episode in Medias Race with them tracking down nuclear warheads. And they say nuclear warheads. Yes, I just, most of the stuff that I fucking scribbled down, did we get up to the part where they talk extensively about deodorant and is revealed that Gary doesn't wear deodorant? Oh, okay. Or Julius doesn't wear deodorant? No, this, this, was actually, this deodorant. is actually what I want to say, because um, Cisco's like, oh, I, I, yeah, I'm so I'm so sweaty, I, I sprung a leak in my suit. And I don't think when he says, I sprung a leak in my suit, my thought was, did he fill his suit with pee? Right? Did he pee so much that he just his hands just filled up his, his, his filled suit with pee? Because this is the piss arc, and they're like, "Oh, why are your hands wet?" And he's like, "I sprung a leak in my suit." His suit is just chock a block full of piss. Just absolutely, he's ballooning, inflating in piss. There's squishing noises. <laughs> the pissest of arcs. This is the piss episode. Why? Why did they make such a point? Why? They talk so much about Why piss. Why did they talk so much about piss? It's really, it's not, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then I also wanted to say just uh, one more thing about episode one. Um, they do it like a fight on the truck, uh, and like anytime a character falls off the truck, these drones just grab them like it's fucking Mario Kart yeah. and like pull them off the road, completely eliminating all stakes. Again, they have to make sure that there's no. We talked about this in the last Fires episode. There can't be any da- because any sort of endangerment of any character would increase the rating of right. This. Yeah. So every character gets knocked off of something. You see them getting up and walking off. I do actually. I want to talk follow up on that right because in our last 
last Spirosaurus episode, I mentioned how everybody's got fucking lasers, right? And oh, I yeah. assumed that that was like in um like like in that the Spider Man. We talked about the Spider Man exactly, show the right? Laser. Where they because they can't use bullets, except that. It's not like, but in that show, they never like refer to people as having laser guns, right? It's just animated as the guns shoot lasers. They in in this arc, in the piss arc, they repeatedly refer to laser guns and laser cannons. Well, they do also just refer to everything as laser. They're like, it's a laser drone, laser uh, shield, laser with laser. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just laser. Just is synonymous with like spy. It means advanced in in the vernacular of spy racers. The piss arc. Okay. Um, well, it is an important thing because, uh, again, like, in the mainline Fast and Furious films, lots of guns, not too many lasers. Lots and lots of guns that shoot bullets and, like... But they do have lasers. They do have lasers, not as much as they have guns. So it is just interesting to see because I assumed that they were just going to not acknowledge, like, the lasers would stand in for guns and they wouldn't acknowledge that fact, right? They would just be, like, this is what weapons are in this world and we're just just portraying it this way. But, uh, no, they talk extensively about lasers. You're right, everything is fucking lasers. I guess because, again, spies have magic and whatever they need, right? right. It's all lasers every, and, all the and time. And continuing just kind of with the story recap of the episode, I guess we'll move through the story and kind of uh, touch on little bits here and there because I've it's actually... Track of it's impossible to talk about the opening of episode two without talking about the broader implications for the Fast and Furious continuity as a whole. But episode two starts, they go to Area 52 where the, uh, like, night guard, I guess, has lost the weapons with, like, the worst hairline I've ever seen on a human being. It, like, And he's just like, oh yeah we got such a tight security system one time i forgot the password i was trapped in a bathroom for like three years or something (laughs) and it was fine until my phone ran out of battery hashtag alone on the throne which was i wrote down just i had to mention i did write that down i did write down uh like everybody everybody's always on their damn phones is a big theme right of fast and furious everybody on their phones all the time but then this character has the most unhinged line i've ever heard we paused the episode to just like stare because we couldn't ta- discuss yeah. it until the podcast but we're gonna okay, pause stop. the podcast yeah. for a moment just to discuss the broader implications of the line that this guy yeah, says so it's pretty bad so so the setup is like they're talking about how somebody could have possibly gotten in and gotten out with the weapons right because like it doesn't look like there's been a breach right and so one of the characters i forget who is like maybe probably cisco i mean they have invisibility technology so they know that they can use that it doesn't matter one of the characters is like maybe it was a ghost and then this guy says the bald gentleman from the toilet says oh man i wish then we'd actually have a good shot of catching them i could break out our ectoplasm emission readers and our corporeal replicator uh and then ghosts exist in the fast and furious universe wait no no and then miss noah is like you can't tell them about that. So not only... like So so ghosts exist in this universe, and the agency maintains a unit of Ghostbusters to deal with them. But they, fucking, they keep it a secret. Fucking canonically, the, the ghosts... There are ghosts in this universe, and the Ghostbusters work for the agency, and it's top secret. The agency that employs Vin Diesel, and... His whole crew. Yeah. Ludicrous. Run and, by Kurt Russell. Right. They hunt ghosts? 
on the side. Fucking... It's not even their main skis. Yeah. It's a side gig. They just have a separate unit for busting. Busting makes them feel good, and they've got a separate unit for it. <laughs> They've got the gear there for ghost hunting, right? Yeah. And it's an established thing. They've got, like, Mission Impossible ghost protocols. They've got their EMF readers and their proton packs, and they are ready to go at a moment's notice. This adds an extra layer of horror to the Paul Walker stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, fuck. Brian might be a ghost. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think? No. Okay. I have to say this. Also, monkeys have mystical powers. Oh god! Because they have magic piss. So, <laughs> so do you think a monkey paw resurrected no, no, Brian? No, no, because it's the monkey's piss that resurrected. <laughs> no, the monkey's piss just means he can't be controlled by the five G towers, uh-huh. right? That uh, will control his, well, his we'll brain. We'll have to see but- in if like Fast Five or whatever. There's a scene in which a monkey, in which a monkey disrespectfully takes a piss on the corpse of Paul Walker, and a ghost rises out of it, and they're all like, "Fuck yeah, this makes perfect sense." <laughs> this is frankly <laughs> horrifying. It is. It is unbelievable. I don't understand. What is this episode six? That we're taught that we have discovered that ghosts exist in the so, Fast and Furious okay. universe. So, oh god, okay, but but clearly, like Vin Diesel and his family have never fought a ghost before or encountered a ghost. It seems, as far as we know, there's an awful lot of resurrection that goes on in that. Like everyone true, fakes their death like and comes back, but it's not like they're ghosts. We're or literally are talking they? about, or are they? No, no, think about it. No, think about it. Think about it, Joey. Think about it. No, no, think no. about it. No, Joey, let me, let me, let me walk you through. All right, right. Let, let's recap what happened in Fnine, Right? We see. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me walk you through it. We see Han in the car that's about to blow up. Cuts away. Then Kurt Russell's there. Car blows up. Han's also there, and Han's like, "That was a pretty impressive magic trick." And Kurt Russell's like. I've done better. Now, we assumed that that meant he, like, projected a hologram, or there was, like, a robot Han that blew up. Wait! Shut up a second. (laughs) What if Kurt Russell meant that he did magic? Now, stay with me on this. And Han had his soul transferred. Nope. Stop. And You've gone a, way beyond. And is a, a ghost. You've gone way beyond. He said it was a magic trick. The parameters of ghosts. Said it was a magic no, trick. No, 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 no. Stop. Listen to me. They have established, by mentioning ectoplasm, they've established that we're working on, like, the sort of weird, uh, I guess, like, genuinely, like, Ghostbusters-esque Ectoplasm ghost existed pre-Ghostbusters. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, the sort of rule, of course it did. I'm saying the sort of rules that apply where, like, ghosts can't, like, operate a motor vehicle, but they leave... Or ec- can they? No, Zachary, there's no... <laughs> or can they? No, I... Think about it. Ghost car. <laughs> there's no... There's no way... Self-driving no. cars, they're actually haunted. Okay, no. The, there's... Okay, okay, I will grant you that I it, they are probably operating under Ghostbusters rules, Right, mm. I will. I will grant that that with ectoplasm specifically in a post Ghostbusters world, right? They're probably not going with any sort of pre-existing ectoplasm literature because, again, as we've established, these movies and TV shows are made by people who 
don't read. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's more. There's actually abundant evidence in these episodes to that support people do not the theory read. that these people have never heard of books. Right. Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I will grant you that probably the only reason they know about ectoplasm is from Ghostbusters, so that we're working on Ghostbusters rules. Here's the question I will pose to you. Uh-huh. Ghostbusters rules or Ghostbusters 2 rules? They are very different. Okay, well, unfortunately, I haven't seen Ghostbusters So 2. let me explain to you what the difference is. Okay. In Ghostbusters 1, ghosts are made of ectoplasm. Are they made of ectoplasm or do they leave ectoplasm behind? Unclear, actually. Right. One or the other. I think, here's the thing, not every ghost is a Slimer, right? Slimer is, is... Sure, but they all leave ectoplasm behind. The librarian uh, leaves ectoplasm all over the library. That's true, but the librarian doesn't look like she's made out of ectoplasm, uh... Uh, where sure, but why would she? Do you think she just snows the ectoplasm? On yeah, the books? I think ghosts secrete ectoplasm. Do you think? Oh, uh, do you think that they secrete it, or do you think that when she passes through, the it leaves behind? Well, no, they they classify the librarian as like a class four fully formed uh, vapor, right? She's vapor. She's vaping. But yeah. but but ghosts have ripping that mad gun. <laughs> ghosts have physical form in Ghostbusters. Right? Sure. Varying degrees of physical form, depending on... But it's either goo or it's vapor. Fine, sure. Right? Like, they have some sort of vis... They they have, like, a liquid form of some kind. Right. So you're saying that ectoplasm is the material of ghost once it has separated from the ghost. No, I'm saying that, like, what they leave behind is part of themselves. But the ghosts don't reduce by passing through things. No, because they're go- they're they're other dimensional beings. They're like bleeding through from I think the Zool world. I right? believe that we've already put more thought into this than the Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> well, what does Dan Aykroyd believe? Because you know that he was making that as a documentary at the time. But <laughs> but in Ghostbusters two, right? But that's the thing. Okay. The right, important so thing is different- that in Ghostbusters, all of these, and this is what I was getting to. These are all like goo manifestations of other dimensional beings they're more like demons in that way no but some of them are people who died no they're not none of the ghosts in ghostbusters are people who died really yes only in ghostbusters 2 ghostbusters 2 introduces ghosts who are people who died okay but they are summoned by and drawn to ectoplasm with enough like mm. ooze, right? It can, th- and here's the thing. Also, negative emotions activate the ooze. So what you need, right, is a large amount of ooze and negative emotions around it, right, in order to activate it to summon through the undead, right? right? So Slimer still exists in Ghostbusters Two, mm. but the ghosts from Ghostbusters Two are very different from the ghosts from Ghostbusters One. Mm. Whereas in Ghostbusters One, they're all a bunch of weird creatures who are from like the Zool dimension. Well, but some of them are just dudes, like the jogger that they. Uh, they take out the jogger. Yeah, don't you remember when one of the the busting montage was just like a dude who's jogging on they like proton pack him and they they hit him with the proton beam and he gets zapped into the thing. Well, yeah, but like ghost. Okay, but Gozer is also like a takes human form, but Gozer isn't a, like Gozer didn't die. Sure, okay, Gozer's fine. from another dimension. Okay, fine. Okay, so so okay, so so bear with me on this, fine, right? Okay. Are the ghosts in the Fast and Furious universe? Dead people or other dimensional spirits? Well, the pig, we don't know enough about the ghosts in the universe because we've only heard this vague mention of them. Well, I will say, they said ectoplasm emission readers. So we're working on ectoplasm emission 
right? Not ectoplasm form, presumably. Right. But I, I still think that that, it, like, like the general use of ectoplasm is that it's something that is left behind by ghosts, not necessarily... The... They do not have corporeal form, which I believe is why they also have the corporeal replicator as a device. I believe that traps the ghost in a corporeal form that they can then bust. Interesting. Okay. And I know because that was an idea for a device that I had in one of my screenplays, which now I'm going to have to completely rework because Fast and yeah, Furious fuck. fucking Spy Racers. Uh, you just accidentally wrote Fast and Furious Spy Racers fan fiction, my dude. Oh, uh, I'm, excuse me, I'm going to go hang myself. <laughs> okay, wait. So, okay, well, we've gotten very far afield. I want to come back to something. Okay, so. Is it about ghosts? Yes. This is the ghost episode and the piss and episode. And the piss episode. Uh, maybe that's related somehow. You know what this is, though? It is the conspiracy episode, right? Like, they're like, there are hidden messages in music videos that can mind control you. In order to not have the government control you, you have to drink monkey piss. Ghosts are real and the government knows about this them. This is okay. Wait, stop. So this is where I'm going to take a hard pivot now into some Alex Jones territory. Where we're like, listen, listen. The globalists don't want you trying to fucking mind control you in the fucking music videos but the, the monkey piss that you can buy in my store you go to, to infowars.biz slash store wait, and you fucking wait, buy wait, wait. is infowars.biz no I don't think so you fucking buy my monkey's piss I sell it by the gallon I sell it by the fucking uh, what's bigger than a gallon I don't know I look at that looks Jones monkey piss drink it a big gulp <laughs> You you need a fucking big gulp of monkey, monkey piss. A big gulp of monkey piss. It's me, Alex Jones. <laughs> it's me, Alex Jones. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Because on this note, there's also a line. They're, like, exploring a cave in this episode. Oh, and fuck yes, I wrote this down, too. And Lando <laughs> says... The, hold on. The greatest line in this arc, by far. Every great line, every best line, each arc has one line... From Pizza Rave <laughs> or about Pizza yes. Rave, that is the best line in the arc. Yep. But Layla just turns to like Echo, whoever she's with, and she's like, "Hey, did you ever hear Pizza Rave's theory about the mole people? Uh, I have. Did you ever hear Pizza Rave talking about those mole people?" <laughs> so Pizza, so we know two things about Pizza Rave. <laughs> so far, we know two things. About <laughs> two pizza. things about Pizza Rave. One. The end of Pizza Rave. Rave. Two, Pizza Rave believes in mole people. Pizza Rave uh, believes in and talks about mole people. Uh, and for sure, I think we're in This some, is the conspiracy this arc. This is the conspiracy arc. This is, uh, oh god. We need, okay, but what we need now, Zachary, is we need, like, a conspiracy board. Because now we've got mole people, ghosts, monkey piss, mind control. It's all connected. Here's the thing. In Area 52. Area 52. Right. Like, uh, we need... Everything's going to be connected by bits of red string, because somehow this all connects. Right. right? Somehow there's a connection between uh, the mole people and the ghosts and the monkey piss. It's all got to be connected. Right. And we also have various shadow organizations running the world from behind the scenes. And even if you think about it, it's been right in front of us the whole time, the lyrics to the theme song... We run the world like a family. Fuck, it was the glo- fucking globalists was, all along. Was it, was it the Jews? Because if you think about it, we run the world like a family. We are two Jewish men oh, on the podcast God. here. We're gonna, okay, Every conspiracy theory eventually goes down to anti-Semitism. I cannot, we know this. We cannot uncover. Oh, God, Zachary. Do you think Fast and Furious is anti-Semitic? <laughs> 
Here's the thing. I was <laughs> never. I, well, they do have. A, they have we a massage. We gotta cut this out. No, no, no. Well, hold on. Listen. Hold on. They do have a massage agent. But her name was Giselle. Name is Giselle. And, and we forgot to mention last time, there isn't a just sound in Hebrew. Yeah, you can't actually... You can't have the name Giselle <laughs> in in Hebrew. <laughs> There's no letter that makes that sound. Oh. So either that's an alias, or they are stupid. <laughs> well, Occam's Razor, you know? <laughs> Occam's Razor. <laughs> okay. Never attribute to malice what you can to stupidity. Yeah, that's uh, 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 Hanlon's Razor, I think. I could be, I could, that could be completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, we really, we've already put more thought into this yeah. than probably okay. they did. Wait, I want to come back to our conspiracy board that at the top just has Jews. Jews <laughs> question mark. Okay, so our conspiracy board right now has at the top Jews question mark. It's got monkey piss. It's got Area 52. It does have ghosts in it's all caps. Ghosts. <laughs> it's got mind control. <laughs> mind control specifically from music videos. Mind control via music videos is connected by a bit of red string to monkey piss. Right, monkey piss is the... Well, piss in general is very important. Yes, it's true. Right under Jews. Right under Jews is piss. piss. <laughs> this is, we were recording at like midnight. We had yeah. something to drink in order to get through this. Um, and you know what? It, it still does not feel like enough. Okay. To really unpack this. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to... Okay. This conspiracy board... Okay. I have, we have a new project for this podcast, and that is, as we go through, it'll be mainly be Spy Racers, I feel like, but as we go through the franchise, we're just gonna see if we can flesh out the conspiracy board. And so right now, we've got a bunch of post-it notes and only a couple of connections. So we're gonna have to, uh, over time, figure out the connections between mole people... <laughs> Ghosts and the Jews. And the ghosts and the Jews. Uh, okay, so what, what I do want to say then before we move on to episode three, the end of the piss arc, uh, you know, in this little, uh, you know, mini the, arc. The piss sub arc. The, bis, the piss sub arc um, is that, uh, so a couple things to note. First of all, it's Spy Racers Arctic colon piss. Well, first of all, this is a sub arc of Spy Racers Homecoming, which is what they called the Arctic and Hollywood arcs together. Okay. So it really is. Fast and Furious, colon, Spy Racers, colon, Homecoming, colon, Arctic, Arctic colon, colon, the piss arc. Uh, is that going to be the episode title? There's no, no way. There's no way. We can't fucking do that. But what I will say is that, <laughs> is Echo at one point says, wink, she does not wink. That's true. Okay, wait, why are we suddenly talking about that? Because I, because uh, I had a question for you about this. When she says wink, but doesn't wink? Does not wink. Okay. Do you think that they didn't have the budget <laughs> to, animate. to animate her facial model winking? Okay, well, now we have to talk about the faces. I was trying to remember what video, it was, was it like Mass Effect Andromeda, or what was, it was, there was a video game several years back where, you're completely outside my wheelhouse here, oh, you're actually okay. asking sorry. me about video games? Fi- sorry, there was a, we should get, get, get Michael, get Michael in, in here, here yeah. Okay, so, he, there was a video game. Michael, brother of the show. Brother of the show. Uh, who, <laughs> by the way, tune in next episode for a special guest appearance uh, by Michael, guest, uh, you know. Guest brother. Guest brother yeah. of the podcast, uh, brother of the podcast. Uh, uh, brother Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the chair recognizes brother Michael. Okay, but yes, so there was a video game that was released uh, uh, several years back that was, um, like, released to, like, uh, uh, I mean, 
I feel like every game is released to like derision because that's just the way you're uh, anyway, sure. Yeah, go but ahead. it was like it was notorious for having the worst facial animations like of any video game. Sure. Um, and that was all I could think about while watching. But it was this... specifically Layla. Layla. Every time okay. it cuts back to a reaction we, shot of Layla. We said this in the last Spy Racers episode also, but it's so much worse. So much worse. In no, because her because... eyes just go different directions <laughs> and she has no... Okay, when when we finished watching this, because here's the thing, right? You know, so they swapped out mentioning family with mentioning piss. And we were like, are those just interchangeable? And Joey's like, be right back. Before we record, I'm going to go take a family. I'm going to go take a family in the bathroom. So he goes in the bathroom. Bathroom, and I because while watching it, I was like, every time it cuts to her, I just think of Bolby Stroganovsky from Jimmy Neutron. I found a picture of one of Bolby Stroganovsky's faces, well, one of the ones specifically with like his eyes, his eyes going different, different directions. And I was just like, you know, it's gonna be really funny. I stood outside the bathroom and I just turned airdrop on for that specific image, and I waited 10 seconds, and then I heard Joey explode in laughter, and he said, God damn it, dude, I'm trying to take a family in here. You know what's good is recapping bits that we did before the podcast. We just have to wear hot mics on us yeah. at all times because, like, we have very good conversations about this franchise. Uh, when, when we can't stop ourselves from talking about it while when right, we're Right, we always recording. have to be like, save it for the recording, but, like, there's just so much to talk about okay. here. Listen, I feel like we're pissing around the bush here. We're familying we're around, familying the around the bush because we have to talk about episode three, in which the yes. most, the worst character I've ever seen in anything in my entire goddamn life. Oh, and by the way, if you're worried, like, oh, but they didn't talk about what happens in episode. That's because two, nothing, nothing happens. They chase a general who doesn't turn out to be out. the bad guy, and he talks about pissing himself. That's the whole episode. There is actually, I did write down a very good line where they're like, um, they're climbing up the mountain and they're there because they're looking for the the diddler's weather machine right this is causing a blizzard right and they're do you want to try that again i do want to keep it consistent that we call him the dinkler the dinkler what did i say the you said the diddler (laughs) wait wait no no we're kidding you said the diddler what the fuck are you talking about okay the diddler do you mean Kevin Spacey? <laughs> you cut that out. <laughs> the diddler. <laughs> Do not diddle kids. It's no good diddling kids. <laughs> oh, is Danny DeVito not in this franchise? He's gotta be. <laughs> Okay. They're like, you about looking for the Dinkler's weather machine, right? And they're like, there's a shot of them, and they're like, we must be close. And then it zooms out, and they're standing right in front of it. And I wrote that down, I was like... <laughs> oh, yeah, and then the last thing I want to mention about that episode before we move on is... Um, they're like, so anytime an action sequence happens, it'll like smash cut to the action sequence starting, and then there'll be a needle drop, and they'll play some like royalty-free hip-hop or whatever... In this sequence, they just... <laughs> I just showed Zachary. I actually did write down the Dinkler's weather machine and not the Dinkler's weather machine. So that's past me <laughs> fucking with present me. Right. I do have to mention about this episode, though. Um, smash cut to an action sequence and then rock yodeling. 
I'm sorry. No, no, no. It says rock style yodeling. And then my next note was just, yeah, that's accurate. Because basically. Right. We had subtitles on and it said rock style yodeling playing. And we were like, what? And then it just starts <laughs> with like, yodeling. <laughs> Exactly that. There's like like a, a like a garage band guitar riff with some somebody's auto tuned yodeling over it. And and I turned to Joey <laughs> and I just immediately started doing like the bit from Hodel because this happens because an avalanche is happening. Yes. And I just started doing the bit from Hodling oh, with the goat. Oh, an avalanche is coming, coming and I do not feel prepared. <laughs> it's from like a mountain lion. What's we'll that? I'm scared. <laughs> but since I'm always singing, I'll just yodel till we're cream. Oh, you're late. Oh, you're late. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Our sincerest apologies. Oh, oh fuck! Cut that out, and that's our new mixtape. <laughs> our new mixtape. Oh fuck. Oh, God. oh okay. God. Do you want to talk about the extended bit about how Americans don't know the metric system? There is an extended <laughs> bit about how Americans don't know the metric system. It's not funny. It just is like a minute long. It's sequence. just a long. That's the okay. No, I have to talk about this. The reason this show is so fucking bad is so terrible is because first of all, the show is animated like garbage. Like like like, like hoodwinked. Worse. worse than Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked has a charm to it because it was the first ever like independent animated film like widely theatrically distributed and stuff like that. It, it was bought up by the Weinstein Company, but we uh, talked about that. Talk about speaking of diddlers, yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of diddlers. Okay, on the conspiracy board, what do you got? Diddlers. The diddler is not connected to the dinkler, who we also found out is not the dinkster. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. Although when we're talking about connections to spy kids, a good amount of oh, the spy God. gadgets that exist in the spy racers have are things from the are, spy kids. Are quality machete products. Yes. Like the machete products from spy kids make appearances <laughs> here. And like, here's the thing. Yeah. I got spoiled for me. Danny Trejo is in Spy Racers at some point. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't give them the spy gum, because they have so many types of spy... They have the electric spy gum from... Yeah. ...that Machete makes in Spy Kids. So, we've jokingly talked... We have we have talked a lot about, about Spy, spy Kids, Kids lore yes. on this podcast. There is a Netflix animated he, Spy Kids show in yes. the same style. Is Danny Trejo in that one? I don't know. Uh, we might want to figure it out. Anyway, he, he must be. He appears in everything. Do you think Spy this Kids, is right? why the third Machete movie has been delayed so long? Because he's uh, he has to <laughs> show up and all this. <laughs> he's busy. He's busy well, being the connective tissue between Spy Kids and Fast and Furious. Well, if you think about it, Machete provides the agency with gadgets. The agency sends Vin Diesel on missions. Vin Diesel sends Ludacris into space. Machete went to space, didn't he? Well, no, that's the third one. They didn't make the third one. That's yet, true, so. exactly. At the end of the second one, Elon Musk is in it. This is not a joke. Are At you the sure? End of the, I'm a hundred fucking percent sure is that sure? Uh, is it At Elon the, Musk or is it Robert no, Downey Jr. No, as no, Elon it's Musk? Elon Musk because at the end Charlie Sheen is the fucking president. In the second Machete movie, Zachary, I'm gonna to describe to you the end of the second Machete movie because it's one of the greatest things. Mel Gibson <laughs> Mel Gibson. Is I just the, showed him the Bolvi fiction. I mean, it's it's fucking it's a, it's actually a nonfiction movie because Mel Gibson is the villain and he goes to space. Okay, now we got Mel Gibson <laughs> on the board <laughs> because I'm I know how who he thinks runs the world like a family. 
You know what I'm saying? So Mel, Mel, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson for sure. goes to space, and the, and and Machete can't follow him because he's 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 Machete, right? But he's not space Machete, not yet. So President Charlie Sheen comes to him, and he's like, "Fuck Machete, we gotta get you into space." I know. I'm gonna call my buddy Elon. Holy shit, Elon is in. I told you because he's like, I'm gonna call my buddy Elon. I Charlie Sheen. I'm gonna call my buddy Elon, and he's gonna put you on a SpaceX rocket and send you into space to fight Mel Gibson. And then there's literally... But Elon Musk would love Mel Gibson. The last shot of the movie is Danny Trejo in, like, an ill-fitting, like, spacesuit walking down a a boarding ramp to a SpaceX rocket, and Elon Musk is there as himself, and he salutes... Machete, and he's like, good luck, Machete, we're all counting on you. Wait. As himself, as Elon Musk. Wait. And then he gets in the rocket and it takes off. But Elon Musk would love Mel Gibson. It's true. Uh, Do you think he's a double agent? That's the twist. So Machete kills again in space. So here's the thing, they probably, the problem is, they probably got a little too big, because this was before, like... You know, Elon. E- Elon was went was this whole right. Well, it's like Elon cameoed in Iron Man too, which yeah, exactly. also connects back to the donut, right? Because the donut shop in Malibu and Iron, right, Man, in 2 Iron Man two is the same donut shop. Wait, our conspiracy board has gotten too big. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know how the donut shop that Julius gets flung into is the same donut shop from Iron from Man two? Yeah. But Cleve the Dinkler, he's living in Iron Man's house. That's true. No, so this is definitely part of the MCU, but we... <laughs> or, or, are those just, like, Malibu landmark locations that because we don't live in Malibu, we don't recognize, and they're just setting it in Malibu? Tony we... Stark's house that has now fallen off a cliff in two separate pieces Hold on, of hold on. Do you think... Hold on. I bet just every house in Malibu looks like that. That's true. There's a whole cliffside... I bet, like, there are a ton of rich people's houses on cliffs in Malibu. Sure. Well, and I bet there's one big donut shop in Malibu that, that everyone knows, knows, and we're watching it, and we're, you know what we're, we're doing? We're doing the Boss Baby Vibes meme. <laughs> we're like, we've seen two things that take place in Malibu, and we're like, oh, it's like Iron Man 2. <laughs> we Boss sound, Baby Vibes. We sound like fucking idiots, is what we sound like. <laughs> I'm gonna remove the MCU from the board, because if we connect the MCU to Fast and Furious, sure. we will lit- we will create a black hole which will swallow the, it, it will be, the podcast will Ouroboros itself into non-existence. <laughs> we're, we're just open Opening up a black hole and everything will get sucked in. Ugh. So I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no connecting to other established cinematic universes except perhaps Spy no. Kids. Hold on, Spy Kids. The problem is that Spy Kids is a fucking guarantee. Actually, I would. Here's the thing: we got to bet on whether Danny Trejo's character in the art, the Mexico arc. I know he's up. not Machete. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, is he Machete? No, but I think he is somebody's spy uncle. <laughs> so it is a Spy Kids reference. It must be, right? Yeah. Do you think he gives him the gum? It's gotta be. I'm like, what else could it be? Is is he a Toretto? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I tried to. I tried to find out as little as possible. All right, fine. I can't. Can't wait to see Danny Trejo in this stupid fucking. That's show. the only thing keeping me going. I know. Is that oh, Danny God. Trejo is in it? Yeah. Oh my god. This this show is fucking... Weird. Anyway, all I was gonna say is this show is animated like garbage, and it's written like garbage. Like, I've, there are frequently just, like, random... Like, people will say things that are weird and awkward and not funny. They're, like, meant to be and, funny, but they're yeah, not. Yeah, and then there's and then there's just, like, an awkward pause for, like, a couple seconds while, like, the voice actor is scrambling to I find. wrote down... I wrote down, um, just sh- so many times. Everyone's shouting. 
They're just <laughs> yes. yelling. They think that's funny. Although I do think it's okay. The worst offender is Miss Nowhere. Um, every line of hers, the punchlines that she's screaming, is delivered it, by screaming. Yeah, I don't think though it's it's the voice actress's fault. Um, and oh I, no, it's clearly a direction given for the character. Well, no, but the other thing is that like her big role before this was in Hamilton, and when you're in Broadway, Wait, stop. You're telling me that someone went from being in Hamilton on Broadway yeah. to voice acting a character in Spy Racers. Well, somebody went from being magnitude on community to voicing frosty in spy racers oh, man these this is depressing these people's career arcs are depressing hey guys i'm sorry listen i want to say we're shitting on this show i no no offense to you guys man really if you're listening if yeah. you hear this the people involved in making this show like no no offense to you guys like get that money and get out <laughs> like miss, absolutely respect miss nowhere was one of the skylar sisters she was not the one he married she was the she was like the um she was the loudest one she she was like the main one mm. he marries like the second most important one but like he's really in love with the other one mm. she's like the most out there with the cause or whatever mm. that's who miss nowhere is i okay. can't remember her name the hamilton stands are going to come after me or they would if they listened to this podcast which they don't no absolutely um not. i <laughs> Nobody listens to the podcast. Just like nobody watches this fucking show because it's for tax evasion purposes. Right, I mean, we could tell you guys that literally anything happened in the show and you'd probably believe us because nobody, you're not going to watch this nobody's show. Nobody's ever seen an episode of this goddamn cursed show. No, but this is our this is our word, and our word is our solemn vow and our bond, right? We're not going to make anything up about this show. Yeah. It is too ridiculous on its own. It's true. If we were to make something up about the show, it would be less ridiculous and less funny than yeah. just how bad and ridiculous we the show already is literally couldn't make this shit up so we won't yeah. be and speaking of not being able to make this shit up episode three revolves yeah, I around say we've, we've been we've been like procrastinating getting to episode getting three. to episode three because it deals with Raffaella, or as they say Raffaella. every time they say her yeah, name no matter no matter who's talking and what their and whether is. their voice actor can roll ours yeah exactly Raffaella. yeah exactly uh, who's apparently a returning uh, main villain from the Rio arc, I believe. And then... I don't know how to talk about this character, Zachary. Everything she says is the worst. Uh, this character is, I'm gonna just say, like, the most offensive caricature of... of a Brazilian woman. Uh, well, the most offensive caricature... Of a Hispanic woman. Of a Hispanic w woman and a Gen Z person. Like, if you put, like, the worst... Like, the, the most reprehensible uh, stereotypes of, like, a Gen Z person and a Hispanic woman into a blender and mixed it up, you would come out with something that was still not quite as horribly... Hard, like as as bad as this character so they do that and like dial it up to 11 and you get this character um yeah no it's it's hard to watch i don't know how we're gonna get through the rio arc where there's a full season of this character because this is I, I don't know how to talk about this. It was really genuinely excruciatingly painful. It was excruciatingly painful. painful and legitimately viscerally uncomfortable. I actually... Okay. I don't think we should talk about Rafaela. I guess uh, we'll have to... No, no, no. And here's why. Okay. There is no amount of description that we could give to this character that would in any way approach 
describing just how terrible watching and listening to her was. It's true. Do you want to cut in some audio from that? No. I wish to spare our listeners. <laughs> I don't wish to punish them yeah. for listening to our podcast. What I will say is they give her... She gets, like, this weapon suit, which allows her to whip her braid and create a laser blast. Yeah. Um, scream through her grill teeth and create a sonic blast. Run up walls. Yeah. And, like, con- and have magneto gloves, basically. Yeah. Um, some of the most bonkers and sh- insane shit. Yeah. Um, but I did want to point out that I realized in this episode, Mm -hmm. all of the cars can fly. All the cars can fly. They have rockets, hover, All the cars have rockets and can fly. They can all go underwater. They can all drive in any, like, any direction. Um, Like a Wonka Vader. Yes, exactly. They're Wonka-mobiles. We are not going to talk okay, about... Okay, no, conspiracy board! Stop, stop, stop. No, I'm not going to let us talk about Wonka because we'll spend the next hour talking about Wonka. Right, well, hold on. We have already spent hours talking to each other off-mic sure, about just Wonka. Sure, off-mic, yeah, okay. What the fuck are they doing? What the fuck are they doing? Oh, no, 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 pull, pull the plug. Because also... We're the only podcast talking about spy racers. We're not going to be the only podcast talking That's about true. Wonka. That's true. Every other podcast is talking Every about Wonka. Every other podcast talking about movies when the Wonka trailer drops is like, it's free real estate. Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> and here's the thing. When the Wonka trailer dropped, I wrote like a whole manifesto oh, yeah. about like all my problems no, with Wonka. I, I watched the Wonka trailer and it was like, this is the intro for the next episode. What we, else can we possibly we talk about? We can't talk about right. Wonka. We're well, just not going to do it. But what I'll say... If we're uh, if we're talking about right like candy that exists, oh, I was gonna say whack shit, but okay, just right like because uh, because we've established like the the gum and stuff, right? Um, Yoka keeps coming back. It's like a big plot point that like the the Yoka drink that they have is, is like Frosty like li- lives in a yoka head. Okay, yeah. No, so I know is that that's not a real that's like, like an in-universe. It's an in-universe thing. Okay. Right? Um, it's like um uh, uh purple flurp. Right? Yes, it's yeah, like right. purple flurp. Yeah. Um or slurm, or, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's like um it's a, it's its own um, kind of fictional drink. I don't think it appears in the mainline films, uh, but like, well, well, we'll have to keep an eye out. We'll have now. to keep an eye out for it. Uh, but it's supposed to be like a Japanese energy drink. Yeah. Um, and it, it does come up a lot. Uh, and I wonder, like, do you think that like well, that's got to go up on the conspiracy board? Do you think <laughs> the Dinkler, right? Has like a, a oh, he's yoga definitely factory. involved. Oh, he's definitely involved. And Zachary, it's at least thirty percent monkey piss. Oh. <laughs> Drink yoga. It'll. It's made with thirty percent monkey piss. It'll. It, 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 it's like your brainwaves. The from one 5G thing. Towers. I guess the one thing we have to say about Rafaela. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, we sound racist. Yes, but that's that's the way every character says her name. I guess we should clarify that. What I just did, that horrible noise that I just made that makes me sound like a huge bigot, is the way every... The only way that any character pronounces her name for the entire run of the show. That's it. Uh, Anyway, uh, we do have her to thank for uh, the drinking monkey piss bit, I guess. I guess, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So there is that. Um, But then we get to the next episode where basically... 
Frosty is convinced that his little sister is the bad guy, but she ends up being just like a, a, a mislead. Um, yeah. Crazy thing here. So Magnitude is doing like a, it's me, Frosty. Wh- wait, you skipped. I, I can fly on a jetpack with my drones. You skipped, uh, you, you did skip one thing I want to talk about because this is the beginning of this next episode, actually, sure, yeah. where they have, uh, quote unquote, the director uh, in like silhouette with voice change, uh, like, like voice filtering. Uh, unclear, I guess, if this character it is supposed did not to be Kurt Russell. look like Kurt Russell. Sure, but also, so the identity of the director is not later revealed. So I have to assume, right. given the fact that the identity of the director is presumably a secret at this point, that the identity of the director is just never revealed well, for the course of Spy Racers. So my assumption is that it is Kurt Russell. We should talk about, I guess, the relationship of the Spy Racers team to the agency. Because right. the is, agency employs them. Yes. The agency employs Miss Nowhere... Who, who then contracts who has contracted racers. a bunch of children yes. to work for her and and the director even is like you have children running these yes. jobs and she's like well they're more like teenagers yeah it's fucking great also i wrote down by the way in every like action sequence uh miss nowhere and gary and julius the adults are in like a plane or a helicopter a mile away from the action and all the children are on the front line. she's literally recruited an army of child soldiers yes. to prevent having to put herself in harm's way and that's the plot of this show <laughs> but okay so i want to talk about sissy though sure sissy is like the kid genius annoying little sister of um frosty and her voice actress is just doing a normal speaking voice of a human adult woman. And Magnitude... And she's not, hold on, and she's a nine-year-old child. She's supposed to be like a nine-year-old child. And Magnitude is doing, It's me, Frosty! That's <laughs> yeah. like every... It's like, I will do the spy machine! into the, the computer. Have oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of techno babble garbage yes, that yes. I've just decided we we probably can't list every. No, but I, I did write down uh, one line from episode one actually that I really liked, oh, where no. it says, "We've got to reroute the detonator to the decoy motherboard, then bypass the CPU by cutting the red wire." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this show. Uh, probably the, here's the thing, a lot of times, like, technobabble garbage in shows will assume, like, a basic level of intelligence from the- Not the, so! The viewer, right? Not so, so they So their technobabble will be things that deliberately that most people wouldn't know. This show doesn't even try. Like, it uses terms that the average person would have heard before. Random just computer word randomly, Exactly. Just, like, utterly randomly in the, the worst technobabble garbage nonsense. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, uh, one of the many ways in which it insults your intelligence, but I mean, like, nobody's watching it, so it's not really insulting anybody's intelligence. Yeah, but then Sissy's like, I'm gonna, uh, she's like, I'm gonna be part of the spy team, I'm gonna sing the spy song, and then- <laughs> No, she's gonna sing the spy racer song, right? Yeah. No, she, she's like, it's the, it's the spy song, and then Frosty's like, you're doing it wrong, which implies that there is a spy there song. There is a spy song about the spy racers that they have sung at least once before. And I think it goes a little something like this. No. Jimmy Neutron, he's, <laughs> he's a spy! A spy. <laughs> Shh, our dad's asleep. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're at our dad's house. We're recording on one mic because we're at our dad's house right now. And uh, so that's... that's... <laughs> you gotta <do> not... <laughs> You can't, you can't have him busting in here and be like, why are you singing the Jimmy Neutron's fucks? <laughs> Mr. Fury... Oh, well, hold on, I gotta do Carl Weezer. Are you gonna finish that croissant, <laughs> Jimmy? Mr. Fusion? Do you know the spy <laughs> songs? Uh, no, I don't know. We're uh, spies! <laughs> we're real cool guys! <laughs> that reminds me of what my old gym teacher, Carl Sheenster, used to say. I'm king <laughs> of the llamas! Okay. I wish I had my pajamas! I've never been to the Bahamas! just reciting bits from the Jet Fusion episode. <laughs> Whoa, Neutron. hold on! But the Jet Fusion episode of Jimmy Neutron is integrally, That's like, true. you know, important to the understanding of this episode because Professor Calamitous is... <laughs> Plan in that episode of Jimmy Neutron is, is the bad guy's the bad plan guy's in this arc. Oh, spoiler alert: uh, It's also Dan. The bad guy is Dan. We yeah. knew that from we knew the, that from before. We're doing yeah. it in reverse. It's not a spoiler yeah. alert. But okay, so in Operation Jet Fusion, Jimmy Neutron, Professor does. Calamitous, played by Tim Curry, brilliantly yep. has this video where he is just like he's like, I had the boys in the back room whip up a little <laughs> presentation. <Right>? I'm going <laughs> to melt the snow on top of Mount Everest, thereby flooding the world. And after that, well, um, I haven't really gotten to this part. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far. Right. That is literally that's, that's Dan's plan word for fucking well, word. Well, not Mount Everest, right? She's she. Okay, this is how she we're describes just, we're just her skipping plan. to the end. Now, we are going to yeah. skip to the end, right? Um. I mean, we could talk about the lug nuts nuts or uh, EMP oh, cuffs. We probably have to talk about the lug nuts nuts. Um, we'll get to that. That's I like do, Tony Toretto's fan club. I there, do, we talked about it. Yes, okay. Did you write down Dan's speech about global warming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. so Dan just, like, captures them, reveals herself. She's like, my name is Dan. <laughs> my name is Dan. <laughs> and you notice, like, it's the pro D sketch with the, now that you are here, you can fulfill your destiny, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> She's like, my name is... Dan. <laughs> um, and then, and they're like, why are you doing this? And she's like, um, you serve a shadow organization with no oversight that repeatedly leaves you to clean up their own negligent messes. Objectively true. Objectively true. <laughs> okay. And she's like, and th- all they do is preserve the status quo and look what that's done for humanity so far. Mm. We're stagnating and no real change be- can happen mm. because of people preserving their own political power. But she says the line. And then she says, right, obviously they ignore the most uh, like prevalent no, threat. She says... Every, uh, she says, um, what is it? Uh, every security agency in the world knows that the biggest threat to humanity is global warming. Yet they do yet nothing they to do preserve, nothing their, own, to pre- right? to preserve their own political power. This is, by the way, out of nowhere. Global yes. warming, never mentioned before that. Right. right. At least in the next arc, they, like, talk, talk about, about it, it a little bit. Briefly, right? Like, there's an acknowledgement of, like, there, there's that stupid scene where they're like, oh, it's so hot. It's because because of, global of global warming. warming. Yeah. Right. This is just out of nowhere. Like, in the middle of the Dan's just like, I'm doing this because of global, my name is Dan. And I'm doing this because of global warming. Thank you very much. And then she says, by melting the polar ice caps, it will flood the world right. and reduce carbon emissions by 90%. Yeah. 
Alright, so you want to do some quick maths on that? Quick math. Well, because I think she says, like, sea levels will rise 10%, and yet that accounts for, like, 90% of... Yeah. Or, like, 2% sea level rise? Something low. And it, it will reduce carbon emissions by 90%. And I believe her reasoning is that most major metropolitan areas are along coastlines. But that is not explained or elucidated. Well, she the... lists cities that are on that are coastal. Sure, yes, you're right. She, she lists a number of cities that will be flooded. Their response to Dan... <laughs> After this speech, right, is that... You, did you write down the whole thing? Because it was quite good. I, I, I didn't write it down for beta. I'm going to try to do my best to remember it. Okay. Cisco's like, yeah, well, global warming is bad, but, you know, infant mortality is <laughs> at an all-time low, you know, and... Life expectancy life is expectancy at an all-time all high, and, and there are more flavors of Froyo than ever before, so if you think about it, the world's doing pretty good, actually, with the status quo. And, I, and at this point, Jody and I actually stood up off the couch and just walked in circles holding our heads. Like, wow is the... Is the like, blatant hypocrisy and philosophy of this franchise just laid bare here, where, like, every single, like, action franchise that has a villain that's like, we should improve society through violence, and then the hero's like, we should do nothing, well, right? Yes. Like, no, but here's the thing, usually it's like, we should, we should, we should, I'm gonna say something correct about how we need to fix a very real problem. But this isn't the but way. But also, I'm going to kill lots of people, and the hero's like, that's not okay, I'm gonna stop you from killing people. And then do nothing about the status quo. And they quo. do nothing about it. But they don't they don't bother. This franchise has the balls to say you're wrong. You're Global wrong. Warming. I'm comfortable, yeah. actually. Global warming isn't that bad because of the other reasons that I will now list. By the way, if you ask Vin Diesel, hey, why are, is life expectancy at an all-time high? He wouldn't tell you because of technological advancements. That's true, because that is definitely Def not the message of this franchise. I think you put it best where you said, this far, no further, yes. right? Like, that's that's really it. It's like, well, if you think about it, we've done all we can do. Exactly. This is good as it is. We're cool with how things are. Thank you very much, but we don't want any of your change here. Right. And then Dan's final plan is to activate one of the weapons. Fuck yes, fuck yes, okay. <laughs> Yes, we gotta talk about this, because... One of the weapons is a giant robotic narwhal that they call a laser whale, right? And it's gonna hop around and break the ice enough that it will and it's got melt. A, it's got a laser on it, guys. It fucking shoots things with lasers. It's, it's narwhal tooth has a laser on yeah. it. Um, and Miss Nowhere calls it a fish pedo? <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, oh, a fish what? <laughs> well, back to the diddler. No. <laughs> okay, add it to the board. There are giant I, robot I, whales I, diddling kids. I believe is a, a portmanteau of fish torpedo. No, I got what it was supposed to be, but Joseph. Just That's say, not the fucking point. She does point. just say fish pedo, which is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, then, and then Layla, like her car gets blown up and she was like, now, breaking the ice caps is one thing, but breaking but my breaking ride is another. And I was like, breaking the ice <laughs> caps is one thing? There's a lot of very good, like... I can oh. excuse racism. Yeah. It's very, uh... Okay, so, uh, I wrote down... But yeah, no, no, but uh, I just wanted to say, just last note, on Dan's plan, her pl she is literally 
scrap from Ice Age. That's her plan, yeah. right? Is to just crack the ice apart and cause a chain reaction. Even say she's going to crack the ice and cause a chain reaction. Yes. That'll cause... She's doing Ice Age to the meltdown, yeah. right? She's just scratting. She's plan. driving an acorn into the ice repeatedly until it causes a flood that will, um, you know, cause Ray Romano and co. to have to, you know... I, I've Debra, lost the plot. Debra! 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 I'm a lolly mammoth. Debra, sea levels are rising, De- Debra. Debra, the status quo is good enough <laughs> if you ask me, Debra. Debra, I like frozen yogurt, Debra. <laughs> Debra, did you know there's more flavors of frozen yogurt than there are reasons to care about climate change, Debra? <laughs> oh shit, Debra, it's a ghost. <laughs> Call the agency, Debra. There's a fucking ghost! Everybody loves Bustin. Bustin makes Raymond feel good. We <laughs> fucking gotta go to sleep. I did write down, I want to discuss for a moment, when there's, like, a scene of, like, the four people punching each other, right, as the climax, I did write down, this is big end of Ruby volume five energy, right, when there's, like, the whole climax of the whole arc is, like, six people show up and a couple of them have sticks and they they punch each other. As someone who's, uh, you know, more versed in Ruby lore, basically the the premise is this villain has taken control of the world's biggest terrorist. organization it's by the way like also about the environment right or something no no no. it's it's about um uh stopping racism they are like a a racial equality rights civil civil rights movement but they've gone violent but yeah but they've decided to do big violence so so you know they're the bad guys but so they they're like he's like i have control of the world's biggest terrorist organization so you brought three guys, <laughs> like three guys with sticks. None of them have guns. Yeah, everybody shows. And there's like, there's like. Once again, going back to the Ice Age thing. When I watched that, yeah. I was like, "This is the three melons." Yes, you got three melons. We're going underground for a million billion years. So you got, you three, got three melons. melons. <laughs> yeah, I know very, very much so. And I was watching it as like, yeah. <laughs> I guess they couldn't animate more than these four guys to punch each other while the fucking laser whale periodically hops out of the ice. Right, and then and then the whole time I'm waiting for some kind of Moby Dick reference, and it just never Zachary, comes. They, they don't know what that is. They're, yeah, no, there's no way that they know what that no, is. There's no awareness. The last episode I had to stop you from calling the Fast and Furious uh, fandom illiterate. But like, I mean, there's like I said, there is mounting evidence to that to that effect. To that, yeah. <laughs> uh, man. And then that, and that's, that's just it. Like, and then and then Dan's like, she's she's like, I'll see you back home, and like makes an ice block fall, and then they're like. After she survived an explosion, they're like, yeah, she's probably dead. Let's go home. <laughs> That's good. No need That's to good inve- enough. No need to investigate. No need to investigate further. a body. And then they find out that like Dan was a filing system. Yeah. Well. 
Yeah. That then, like, they upload it into, like, a human woman with cybernetic parts, right? Wait, no, but she's a robot. Not a... No, because they say cyborg, right? Because well, they say synthetic... They bit. say thi- cy- uh, cyborg because she's a robot with, like, synthetic human no, parts. No, but here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. I don't think that she is all robot. Uh-huh. I think... Th- or, or I think that she's no. cyborg in the way that, like, the T-1000 is a... Uh, Ex- not, not the... Which which one is the Schwarzenegger one? Not that's not the T one thousand. T one thousand is the liquid metal one. The T eight hundred Terminator yeah. is is the Arnold the yeah. Arnold model. But that's that's is it synthetic bioorganic mass? Yeah, but nobody calls Arnold Schwarzenegger in those movies a cyborg. No, they He's do. A ro- really? No, have you not seen Terminator recently? I've I've not recently, but I've seen dude. Some of Jimmy Cam's best work, sure. Uh, except Titanic, which you also have to watch. But uh, no, so the um, they call it a cyborg, really, right? Okay. And it's important that it's a cyborg. And the, they say like the the robots created something new, a cyborg, mm. a robot in uh, a human shell. Okay, yes, right. You're right because I think she's a cyborg in that way. In that okay, that makes right sense. where she's because they say like you know right, but so she's not she's not a real no part of her is real human. It's well, just what I was gonna organic. say she is that the agency parts. has the ability to grow a human from scratch. Well, yes, because they can grow a human bit to like I they mean, can yeah. synthesize. I mean, cloning is definitely on the conspiracy board. Like, it's do got... you think there's an evil Dominic? Ter- Holy is, shit. holy shit! Wait, wait. We've just wait. figured out the plot of Fast Ten Part Two because here's the thing: Duanye uh, is gonna kill Jason Momoa in the Hobbs movie, but then Robert Downey Jr. clones then Vin Robert Diesel. Downey Jr. clones Vin Diesel, and they have final the Fast Ten Part Two. It has to fight evil Dominic Toretto. Listen, if Tony Toretto or some like if or Danny Trejo don't show up in Fast Ten Part Two. I'm gonna riot. Yeah, that's well. No, hold on. Fast Ten Part Two or Part Three? Question mark is definitely gonna have like an Endgame style scene, but where a bunch of cars just drive up and like CGI Paul Walker and oh Tony yeah, that's Toretto another thing. And off like, topic, but I have so the, the I was watching like the clip from the Flash, and it did oh, occur God, to me that Vin so Diesel bad. saw it and thought to himself, "Oh, that's can, how we're gonna do." Yeah, that's how we're gonna do Paul, Paul Walker. Yeah. I want to vomit just yeah, thinking I know, it's about horrible. it. Um, but it, there's absolutely a million percent, like, you know, evil, evil Dominic Toretto has the whatever device and has the self-driving car. And CGI Paul. <laughs> well, there is one shred of hope, and that's that that face technology is yeah. done through AI. So yeah. maybe Vin Diesel won't. Maybe he won't. I don't yeah, think Vin Diesel true. will respect the dead, but he will be anti-AI enough to but do But he it, might yeah. be anti-AI. It's a question of, does his desire for full fan service yeah. outweigh his hatred of AI? But I do, so there would be, like, sort of like a, a, a CGI hellscape, like, at the end of Endgame, right? Evil Dominic Toretto is holding the device that makes every car into a self-driving car, right? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, 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 it makes every car an EV. Uh, This is another thing about visiting our dad is that our dad is actually like into cars. Um, and he was, he was mentioned to us, There's um, a, Dodge is making an electric uh, version of the Dodge charger. Right. right, And we're just thinking, or no, is it a challenger? 
I think it's a Charger. I don't know. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're, they're making a... Uh, Dodge is making an EV. And he was like, do you think but Vin Diesel will... they're making a Dodge EV muscle car. Right. Right? And so and, we're talking and, about... And our dad was uh, asked us, like, do we think that Vin Diesel in the next one is gonna... Dri-? We were like, he like, would rather he die. He would rather die. Vin Diesel will probably spit... There will probably be a scene in which he spits on an electric Dodge. Right. <laughs> he didn't name himself Vin Battery Power. Exactly. Yeah. He named himself Vin Diesel for a fucking reason. There's a reason why he wants Robert Downey Jr. as Elon Musk. Because here's the thing. I think Vin Diesel thinks Elon Musk is a smart progressive guy. Mm. Right? Because Elon Musk... You know, someone put it best. Elon Musk is a stupid person's idea of a smart person. I'm not saying that Vin Diesel is a a stupid person, but I do think that he doesn't, like, read tweets. Right? So, And most people who don't read tweets don't know that Elon has gone completely off the rails. Really? Do you think that's true? I feel like most people have to know what Elon's whole steez is these days. I feel like most people just hear Elon's gone crazy on Twitter and they're like, eh, well, who would, who hasn't, right? Like, But I don't mm. think if you're like, if you're not on Twitter, you don't see how really embarrassing it is. Like, Elon is on Twitter, like, every day, like, will you guys like me if I promise to drink monkey piss? And like, <laughs> it's, it's bad. And I don't think Vin Diesel's online enough, because you know he's not online. Sure. Right? I don't think Vin Diesel's online enough to, like, be aware of the fact that Elon Musk is fucking pissing his pants, right? Yeah. Trying to, like... Very publicly pissing his pants. Very publicly pissing his pants, right? He would would like that. I mean, if this is anything... If this is any indication, yeah. Uh, but, like, wait... Are you saying that the piss stuff specifically comes from Vin Diesel? <laughs> Are you saying that Vin okay. Diesel watched a cut of the season and was <laughs> like, like why, is good. It, why isn't there more piss in this? There needs to be more not piss in, in this show. Not enough piss in my family show. Family. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, "What?" But we have so many lines about family. He's like, "You can, you can back on family. Replace some of those with piss." Three episodes. <laughs> all piss. I need, a min- I need a minimum of three mentions of piss in this season. There is quite a lot of piss in this season. <laughs> so do you think? So yeah. So you think the the CGI ghost of Paul Walker is gonna wield Thor's hammer in the next one? <laughs> 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 and you know that you know, they'd like bring him back just to kill him off, wouldn't they? Right? Like yeah, it, it would be something. Or it'd be something incredibly distasteful. With any luck, Vin Diesel watched Wakanda forever and thought that he could do that instead of yeah. looking at instead watching the Flash. the Flash. I mean, look, odds are good. Nobody fucking watched the Flash. That's true. It, it fucking bombed, right? So, yeah. like, you know, hopefully one of those people who didn't see it was Vin Diesel. But Zachary, you can now get an NFT of the Flash or something. I don't know what any of that means. Maybe Vin Diesel's anti-NFTs? Oh, he's for sure gotta be. Here's the thing. I don't think Vin Diesel necessarily based about a lot of things, but I can't imagine the man's into crypto. Doesn't like cops. I I can't imagine he's into crypto as a thing. Yeah, here's the thing. With Vin Diesel being anti-cop, anti-Elon, anti-crypto, it's it's Never just, thought I'd die side by side with uh, It's just with the, the fact that he's anti-progress. So he's anti the bad progress, well, but he's also anti the good progress. Well, I think he's just very traditionalist in a lot of ways. Sure. Now, I think that that manifests in, let's say, some... R- regress- casual misogyny? Sure. 
But I don't think he means it, nor do I think he's aware of it. I don't think Vin Diesel is sitting there thinking... I don't want to... Listen, the one thing I don't want to do in this podcast is analyze Vin Diesel's personal character. No, but I, <laughs> but, no, but what I'm saying is that I don't think that you can from this. Sure. I don't think that... Because I don't think that the people making these movies or TV shows mm. are really thinking what are the political ramifications sure. of this conversation. I think Vin Diesel really just does think like, you know, and then my character saves... Michelle Rodriguez, because that would be a cool thing for my character to do. Right. But he also, to his credit, is like, I want an all-female Fast and Furious spinoff. And look, we can sit here and talk about whether all-female spinoffs of major mm. franchises are, like, an actual progressive thing, or just kind of, like, a cash-in. The, the, tr- the trendy the, thing the to The trendy do, thing yeah. to do. But, like... It actually isn't up to us, really. Sure, yeah. <laughs> right? it, it is not. It is not up to us. Yeah. So, like, you know what? If if uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron and Gal Gadot and um, Missandei from Game of Thrones yeah, and, and the other the other female characters and Cardi B and uh, yeah, uh, Cardi, and, right? Yeah, and um, Helen Mirren, right? Yeah. all want to do a movie about women driving fast cars. Sure. Yeah, by all means. Like, yeah, I, I, good good for Vin Diesel on just being like, yeah, that's a priority for me. I don't think that Vin Diesel, I don't think that at any point a female, like, a, a female actress, like, came to him and was like, I want to do a, a female Fast and Furious spinoff. And he was like, women drivers. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think that we can read into Vin sure. Diesel's politics. I just, I just think that the politics of the franchise... Sure, yes. Itself, no, but we're, ta- we're talking about what is implicit or explicit in the content itself. I don't want to ascribe that to any one right. person or group of people specifically. But I, but I want to make that distinction clear, that when we talk about Vin Diesel making the franchise, we don't think that Vin Diesel is deliberately being malicious and, and like inserting these regressive politics into it. We think Vin Diesel wants to make a fun movie franchise about cars, and the movies end up through various unconscious biases or just a lot of irons in the fire or cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It ends up being, right? I suspect, based on what I know about the way these movies appear to be produced is that a lot of the ideas are reflective of his personal beliefs, but I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, berate Vin Diesel for uh, the fact that he really likes talking about piss in his children's cartoons. Well, no, but what we've basically done is just briefly gone over, like, if you take any, like, intro to media analysis course, Mm. right, like, what they'll go over, which is the difference between reading meaning and ascribing intention, Mm. right? Which is that any piece of media can be analyzed in terms of the meaning that it has in it, but you can never say, I know what the author of this intended. So I just want to make it clear for our listeners and for us, right, you know, we're not saying Vindy's likes piss. What we're saying is Vin Diesel made a show which likes piss. Which, which really heavily emphasizes that somebody likes piss. Somebody likes and piss. It's, it's not It's not, not me. It's not, it's not you. It's not not Vin Diesel. <laughs> so when Vin Diesel shows up at the end of this show, he's like, so you guys talked a lot about piss. Did I miss the fun stuff? Yeah, we we didn't mention that in the first Racers episode. We were talking about the finale. But right after he catches a huge billboard over his head, he says, like, when do we get the piss scene? <laughs> and then it cuts away. <laughs> oh. And we forgot to mention that somehow in the last episode. <laughs> this, this really... 
This is the worst fucking show this I've ever no, watched. This is the worst. <laughs> I don't know. This is up there with Riverdale for me. I mean, this is... This is bad. I can't... How are we going to watch... How are we going to keep going, Zachary? Okay, so... Are we going to keep going? Right, so this is the conversation we were having before we turned the mic on. Joey... Joey was I want out. To, I fucking want out. This <laughs> is... Oh, God, guys. It's so rough. I... Oh... I really want to be. I really want to want to be the champion that our listeners need, and you know, uh, bring them the the Spark Notes version of Spy Racers, so that nobody nobody else has to suffer like we do. But I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can die on this cross for you guys. <laughs> this is fucking rough. Okay. Counterpoint. Uh huh. Danny Trejo. No, I understand. I'm very excited about Danny Trejo. Dan- this is Danny Trejo's one entry in the Fast We've and Furious universe. We've got Danny Trejo. We've got the Dinkler. We should yeah, we do have the Dinkler. We've got a Rio arc that I'm going to blow my brains out if we watch it. Uh, We've got some other stuff planned that I guess I we can't talk about. that Vin Diesel does He's show up sure at the beginning. The beginning yeah. and he, sh- he shows up at the beginning and he shows up at the end. Yeah. Um, do you think he shows up at any other point? Almost definitely not. Yeah, there's there's almost no way. Yeah, that I think that he's happens. in the first episode and the last episode. Now I will say, we have talked a lot about ghosts. <laughs> we have talked a lot about ghosts. You think Paul Walker's in this? No, show? <laughs> I was gonna say. Do you think that there are? Do you think ghosts? Do you think, like, that's a callback and ghosts appear elsewhere in the show? Well, no, because uh, Ms. Nowhere is like, don't tell, they don't know about ghosts, right? They're like, they're, they don't know about right. that. Shh, keep that, keep that on the DL. Well, it, it struck me as, like, you know... Maybe in a better-made show, it would be a callback. I think it was a one-off gag that we've chosen to let's here. Let's just peel back the veil for a moment. I think that was a one-off gag. No, no, no I was, was going to say it, it struck me as a one-off gag. Yeah, but the implications of oh, the you, implications are significant. You can't just say that and then just like leave it out there well, when okay. you're tied to a larger franchise. Hold on, do you think that like they ran that by Vin Diesel? They were like, "Hey, uh Mr. Mr. Diesel sir, uh in this episode, we're going to casually uh establish that ghosts exist in the Fast and Furious universe." And he was like, "Sounds good. That's the, the piss is in there too, right?" No, I <laughs> Now, I wanted to... <laughs> really important to me. Listen, ghosts fight as long as there's piss. <laughs> you sound like, um... I can't do impressions. No, but you, who you sound like is, um... Bro, you sound like Brad Garrett. Like, you sound like uh, Robert from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> when you do your Vin Diesel yeah. voice. Uh, or let's play out a short scene. Alright. Oh, I don't I, now hold on, Rob, now you're in my head. Deborah <laughs> Robert, I it's me, Ray Romano. You gotta watch these Fast and Furious movies. I've se- I've seen those movies, Ray. There's a lot of piss in them. Deborah <laughs> Robert's talking about piss again <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
No, but what I wanted to say was that, like, I wanted to explain as, like, oh, well, the agency has those devices, but there is no such thing as ghosts. It's say, like, you know, the government, like, invests in... What does that mean? They haven't... Uh... Well, hold on. Like, the U.S. government invested a lot of uh, money in, like, researching paranormal stuff that just, like, went nowhere. Sure. Right? But... Right, like you know, it, it, they well, researched it yeah, to but verify they, that it went nowhere. But, but they did. They, but then they, they say, right, if it was ghosts, we would have a chance of catching them. We could break back out the spectrometers or whatever. Right. Yeah. The implication of the scene is that they've caught ghosts yeah, before. Hold on. But also, I do have to quibble with you because the U.S. government may spend a lot of money researching that stuff, but they didn't then produce a series of weapons designed to. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. For all we know. For all we know. It's entirely possible. Area 51. I could be very wrong about this. Prequel to Area 52. But as far as we know, the U.S. government didn't do a bunch of research into paranormal stuff and then produce a bunch of weapons Hold on, do you know that they tried? Sure. You gotta waste that military budget somehow, otherwise that money might go to the homeless. So, so are you positing, Zachary, that in the real, the world we live in, the world we live in, the real, there's a warehouse somewhere of guns that, for fighting ghosts. That don't work. That don't work. That the government tried to make. Yeah, I'm sure actually that that exists. How could that be true? Hold on. How do you think they got far enough in their research into a thing that doesn't exist to make guns that don't work? Okay, hold on. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Bro, the military-industrial complex is built on that shit. We spent a trillion dollars building a plane that doesn't work. Based on, I shit you not, planes. Planes work. We know planes work. They fly. And yet, again... Shit you not, right? We built a plane that didn't work for a trillion dollars. And the reason that we do that is so that every year the military bigwigs can go to the government and say, we spent all your money, give us more. And it inflates their position and it makes sure that then every time any lawmaker, Republican or Democrat, is asked to put money towards any actual real spending program, that they go, we can't, we need to like put that money towards the military. And then if you say, maybe the military should spend less money, you get called an un-American, like, oh, you don't want us to be safe? You don't like freedom? Listen, of course, I understand understand all this that's not what i'm saying i'm saying speaking as an speaking as an engineer for a moment okay yeah the government for sure has like warehouses and warehouses filled with devices for detecting ghosts that don't do anything because there aren't any ghosts right i'm saying as an engineer if you came to me and said make me a gun for shooting ghosts i wouldn't be able to produce a prototype that didn't work because i wouldn't be able to produce a prototype based off of the requirement that you gave me you know like a gun for shooting ghosts let's go back to the improv theater we'll play out the scene (laughs) you're the military engineer i'm the general that pisses himself right (laughs) all right so i'm I'm gonna come. Sure. You science nerd, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, Mr. General, sir. You're, you're here. This is a file. Everything that we have about ghosts. This Make fi- a- this file is empty, sir. Make <laughs> us a gun that shoots ghosts. Oh, sure. This file. Did you drop the? Not my fucking problem. <laughs> Do it or you're fired. <laughs> and scene. Okay. Hold on. You work as an engineer. Uh-huh. You, you're telling me the boss has never said, here, do something. And you're like, I know this won't work. And they said, do it anyway? Uh, well, okay. Sure. Yes. That's part of being an engineer. That is that is true. But usually what happens then is you get to demonstrate uh, this doesn't work. 
Okay, so maybe there's one gun. <laughs> Fine. Okay, you've convinced me. Fine. You haven't convinced me that there's a warehouse full of guns for shooting ghosts that don't work. You've convinced me there is one gun for shooting ghosts that doesn't work. Well, I think maybe they tried it a few different times. <laughs> okay, sure. Right? Like, you can't imagine they only had one guy on it. Right? I think they had a bunch of ghost guns. This is I was, this is all in the podcast. None of this is... We're not cutting any of this out. My, this is good shit. This, this is, is good shit. That bit where I ranted about how our government won't fucking do anything is integral to understanding Absolutely. the politics of the Fast and Furious Absolutely. franchise. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm convinced there is uh, there is a non-zero number of guns for shooting ghosts that don't work. <laughs> that just sit in a warehouse. <laughs> sure. But doing I th- nothing. I think that that number is low and is just contained inside a much bigger warehouse for uh, lots of thi- things that don't work. Things for detecting ghosts that don't work because that would have been the part that they would have actually spent a lot of money on. Was well, you know that they also built like a cerebro that doesn't work and like <laughs> no you know. But this also remember in episode one, I was like. Like, does the paranormal FBI in Twin Peaks relate back <laughs> to have anything to do with the agency? The agency, yeah. and the answer is now looking more likely. <laughs> it's still probably not the same. It's it's a it's a big possible. Okay, one thing we didn't talk about actually, but the agency has a paranormal division, and that is something which we do have to, of course, yeah, like, grapple with. Uh, so the agency Area Fifty Two in the American Southwest somewhere, yeah. is an agency warehouse. Yeah. Does that mean that all... Okay, and again, this I think is... Does this imply that aliens exist in Area 51? No, I was going to say was, does this imply that the agency has assumed control of all United States uh, armed forces, uh, like, stuff? Or maybe, if you think about it, they actually just called it Area 52. As a gag. Like, oh, it's not okay. affiliated with the original in any sure, way. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like Troll 2 versus Troll, yeah. right? It was completely different. They they went and they were like, what should we name our should facility name in our the desert? funny warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Right? It was called Area 52. Yeah, okay, maybe it's a gag. Right? Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe it's a gag. Yeah. Right? Either that or... They're a shadow organization that puppets every world government, and the U.S. government doesn't well, actually have any believe. power. The agency is actually pulling no, the No, yes, again, that's my hypothesis about the agency in general, is that the agency is the only world government that controls, like, every government, every military, every And they surveil everything force. through the gods' yes. eye. Yes, oh, so we already know that that's true. So my question was just going to be, like, did Area 52 used to belong to, like, the CIA, and it's just one of the many assets that the agency acquired in their blood? coup to overthrow every world government man all of, i can't we have can't, so many questions none of these can be i can't answered tonight. wait to get to the movie where they inexplicably stop referring to the fbi and start referring to the agency with no explanation or transition well no i think that in that movie what they're gonna have to do is they've had by that point right. so many fbis that now they're like behold the agency right yeah that, okay that controls Kurt, them all Kurt russell like turns around in a big chair and is like you've been working for me this whole time well remember that they had like because half of nine is just explaining the continuity yes right that like they have this whole bit where they're like but how would mr nowhere have recruited han for tokyo drift if that movie takes place before furious seven yes which is when we met mr nowhere because that's the first time that we got Kurt Russell in the franchise. And they're like, well, Gal Gadot's character was Mossad. She might have already known Mr. Nowhere before. Well, hold on, because Mossad is also part of the agency because everything's part of the agency. 
do you think for a goddamn second that they're going to do a shadow world organization secretly controlling that, that America and have, Israel is isn't involved? And the, the Jews are going back to the, back to the back Jews. To the back to the board. The Jews Big are definitely Jews. involved. Jews. Yep. It's the freaking Zionists. <laughs> the, glo- the globalists. With their monkey piss. Oh, That's man, why. Is, wait, is monkey piss the new blood libel? No, no, it's just, hold on, you have to drink, the Jews will control your brain unless you drink the monkey piss. That's why he wants you to buy them. For true patriots listening to this podcast, use, (laughs) use code reverse to get 30% off your first order at (laughs) monkeypiss.biz. Because otherwise the globalists can control your brain. Through the 5G towers that broadcast, uh, Brazilian, uh, pop videos. Pop music videos, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Are we done? I think we're done here. It did, It doesn't feel... In all of our other episodes, it feels like we reached some kind of conclusion or, yeah. or something. It just feels like this was us vomiting out our our reactions to, like, what could this possibly... What could they have meant by this? I'm just so tired. <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn. Alright. So I guess we're gonna keep watching Spy Racers, right? I, I guess so. We got, we got a little idea for what to do for the next episode yeah. of Spy Racers. That's gonna be a bit of a special episode. Well, uh, n- uh, next episode is, uh, uh, what? Well, so, um, yeah, we'll, we're next, off next week, and then, you know, cause it's every other yeah, week. Uh, so week. our next regular release, uh, is gonna be a, a special episode on um custom gear we're actually uh in the next couple of days after recording this we're going back to universal studios uh just specifically for this podcast well, i was gonna say just in general and then we're also since we're there gonna... <laughs> for me specifically for this podcast sure uh so we are going to be reviewing we're gonna um touch on the ride but this time uh we have never would you believe we've never actually spent that much time in the fast and furious gift shop uh which apparently has like a unique experience there and everything and ties into the ride uh so we're actually going to be talking about that and revisiting some of the stuff from the ride we're going to be uh discussing the gift shop experience and reviewing merch yes and um also with a special guest uh, brother of the show, guest Michael. Brother of the show, Michael will will be on to talk about uh, uh, his experience because we are dragging him to the gift shop yes. and ride as well. And he has never seen any of these movies. That's true. Um, he knows even less than we did when we started. Yeah, so, true. Uh, this will be great. Um, and uh, so we're just, we're gonna um, kind of use him as a barometer for yeah. Uh, well, now that ride. we've become Fast and Furious super fans, well, now that we, we are a... fast heads, yeah, exactly. Please, we need... please use the correct term, fa- fast heads. Yeah, now we we need somebody else here to to sort of keep. But, yeah, just just kind of look how how far we've come. Yeah. Um, but that that is going to be uh, our next episode. Uh, before I finish this off with a quote, I actually have a double quote. It's an exchange uh, from Julius and Gary. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do yeah. them both justice. Before we do that, um, where can uh, where can people find us? So uh, our website is innerversecast.com. Uh, you can listen and subscribe uh, to the podcast there or anywhere uh, you would usually get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the whole the whole gamut. Uh, if you like the show, uh, please uh, rate and review uh, wherever you're you're listening. Uh, it really helps the show out, and we'd appreciate it. Um, you can find us uh, on social media. Uh, we are on Mastodon at in reverse at mastodon.social. We are on Instagram and Twitter, both as 
in reverse cast is that right at in reverse cast on in Instagram rever- yeah at in reverse cast um so that's uh that's pretty much it yeah uh sounds sounds good to me thanks for uh taking care of that while i was finding the finding quote. your quotes yeah um okay. but basically uh the quote i wanted to end off on because you know we joke that like oh these quotes are supposed to be inspirational to end on mm. um and kind of like leave you with like an uplifting uh feeling uh, or, or like, just profound or wise. Um, this one, actually, I think is a little bit profound. All right, all um, right. In the Raffaella's Raffvenge <sighs> episode, she is driving a car very fast, you know, as is the style. And, and somewhat furious. And somewhat furiously. Extremely furiously, yes. <laughs> um, Gary and Julius pull up beside her, like, in a helicopter. Mm. And... I just wanted to read what they say to her as they're in this high-speed sure. chase. And keep in mind, they're going, like, 100 miles an hour. Like, she's driving on rooftops in Germany mm. and whatever. And Gary, again, the, the deeper voice guy, yells, I'm concerned about your unhealthy coping mechanisms. I hope you seek out therapy at some point in your life. And then Julius yells over him, She's not ready to put in the work! <laughs> Ha ha ha!